I'm Jennifer Chandler, and this is the Overflow Podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful friends. Happy November. Welcome to the next episode of the Overflow Podcast. I am excited to be here. I, it's been a busy fall and I feel like it's flying by and this is your monthly check-in and your monthly reminder to be living from overflow. Today we are going to talk about servitude. I just came back from uh, an opportunity to serve at a community center that's affiliated with my church and it really struck me and I was thinking about it on the way home and I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about today. I was thinking about this course that I took quite a few years ago now, and it's taught by Dr. Lori Santos, and it's out of Yale University, and it's an online course, and it's one of the best things that's actually I've ever done for myself. It really catapulted um, my the work that I've been doing, and it set the tone for um, quite a bit of the work that I was doing on myself for the years to come after I took that course. It's called The Science of Well-Being, um, and if you have a chance to take that, um, I would strongly recommend it. What they talk about in the course a lot is many, many things, but really it's all focused around mental health and it's focused around um, why we end up, what makes us well, and also why we end up um, in a state of, let's say, dissatisfaction with life or you know, a range of, of different mental health disorders. And she is a doctor of, of all of that. And so she was able to really break down in a scientific way. If you know anything about me, you know that brain science is honestly one of the areas that I'm most interested in life. And every minute that I'm not doing all the other jobs that I do in New York, I am studying that. So this course, The Science of Wellbeing, really hit on this one area that really shaped things for me and it was all about basically how our brain lies to us it talks a lot about miswanting and how the brain only can want what it thinks and it feels like it wants to make things better or on the flip side of that it really only can experience pain that is relative to the pain it has experienced in its own life situation I was thinking about that because I was thinking about how in my life, and this hopefully resonates with some people, when we experience hardship or life doesn't go the way that we want to or things start to pile on and there's a lot of loss and a lot of grief and hard times, we really can only feel that pain and that loss and that grief relative to what we've experienced. I was speaking recently with somebody and they were saying, well, you know, Jenny, I was sharing some personal things and in the grand scheme of the greater global life, it's not pain, right? It's privilege. I get to live where I live and and do what I do and experience the benefits and the privilege that I do. However, I was replying with that our brains are designed to really only experience grief, loss, and pain and relative to what it knows, right? I've never, um, I'm not in Gaza. I'm not experiencing war and these horrific acts. However, if I were to be experiencing that life situation, the problems I have, or the things that are happening in my life in New York would not feel as painful, right? So this idea of miswanting, misrepresenting, and misunderstanding um, the greater um, picture when it comes to, let's say, loss, pain, grief, or dissatisfaction with life, 
I was thinking about that today as I was serving because our brains essentially lie to us for a lot of our experience and a lot of the emotions that we feel. When I was at this community center and looking at people from all different walks of life, all different socioeconomic backgrounds, experiencing all different forms of struggle um, in life, despite my own struggles and my own, what I perceive to be hardship, it is one of the most important factors is to zoom out and see the bigger picture. And this may seem obvious to, to most people, but actually what the point is here is actually that uh, it's an opportunity to offer grace to oneself, right? And I've, I've worked really hard on not ever being too hard on myself if I experience those emotions. And I think this is really the point here that I wanted to talk about today and give a few steps and you know forms of encouragement. So if we can only really experience grief, loss, pain, or life dissatisfaction relative to what we have experienced in life, then that is what it is. And we can sit with that and we can experience that relative to our own experience, right? There's no judgment. There's no, oh, well, at least I'm not in the Middle East or experiencing war or I'm, you know, not in famine and in Africa, whatever it may look like. But it is an opportunity to say, you know what? My grief and my loss and my feelings of pain are relative to what I know and they are still valid, right? And I I really hope that encourages someone today because I know that I have this experience where I realize that our brains basically lie to us and they make us feel in ways, especially in this course I was mentioning, really helped me understand that and be able to clear up that and offer grace to oneself. Secondly, the most important thing, if someone else that listening to this is going through something like this, one of the most beneficial things that we can do is be of service to others in any way, right? It gains, we gain perspective through that. We understand the relativity of our experience. And today was an example of that. As I, as, as I was serving, I was looking around and thinking, you know, this is so beautiful because you get to be of service to others and pour good into this world and um, help others and that. But at the same time for oneself, you're able to walk away with a heart of, of perspective. And I think that's incredible. And I think that's something I really wanted to share today. And lastly, um, what I wanted to share is some of the personal work I've been doing. And I hope this does resonate with somebody. But when we walk through those feelings or those tough seasons in life, which I have been, I used to find every opportunity and every possible thing to avoid those feelings and avoid sitting with those discomfort, feelings of discomfort. And through so much personal work and where I'm at now, I, I actually use them as an opportunity to go deeper into the body. Um, the practice of knowing that you're going through something hard, experiencing what that brings up for you, looking deeper into where it's coming from and then actually allowing it to move through you, breathe through it and experience those pain, those feelings of pain and discomfort, I think is one of the most beneficial things we can do to help ourselves during those times. And I know that it really depends on what practices we have in place, right? And so as you know, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I encourage um, any form of somatic work and body-based breath work to be one of the anchors of our of our faith-based practice, um, of course, with prayer and Bible study. And um, But I, I really can't 
say enough about specifically when it comes to this, how important being rooted in the body is. When I think about how this relates to the vision of overflow, I think about how when we are able to be authentic and honest about what we're going through and not shame ourselves, like previously mentioned, have tools to work through it and sit with it and process it and also get outside of ourselves and be able to serve others. That really, those three that I'm talking about today is, is such a representation of what we're trying to do here. If we were to be a, a body of, of faith-based people who move through this world with authenticity and we were based in our bodies and we actually were in touch with what we feel, we are processing it properly, that's really the hope and prayer here with Overflow is that we can move forward and create a new way of, of living. And that's really why I'm sharing this and um, just sharing the personal work that I do as it comes up, as it arises. And I hope that it does encourage somebody. I hope that someone, if someone's going through a season like that, that they can see these three areas, that they can um, find encouragement, find hope, find an opportunity to serve and, and learn to go deeper. And if there's, if you ever have any questions about how to do that, please, um, you can find me on social at Overflow or at Jennifer Chandler. And I'm, I'm happy to share more and be of service. So I hope just this brief episode does encourage someone today. I hope that if someone is going through a hard season, um, some of these can help. Uh, the next chapter of Overflow Podcast, I'm really excited for. We're stepping into interviews. Um, this will probably be one of my last solo episodes of just sharing some you know, personal tips and personal encouragements for a while. I'm, I'm very excited. We have some incredible guests lined up um, and you'll be seeing that uh, roll out over the holidays. Um, and I'm deeply excited for kind of what's next and what's to come with Overflow. Thank you for um, all of your support so far and these monthly episodes and um, just people tuning in and the incredible messages I have received has been so heartwarming. And thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode on the Overflow Podcast. If you did, go ahead and share it with a friend who could benefit from it. Follow along at overflow.co on Instagram or on our website for more details, all things going on in our coterie. Now get out there and start filling your cup abundantly so you too can live from a place of overflow. Overflow.